let's be honest, Jungle Boy doesn't rub anybody the wrong way. If you got a problem with Jungle Boy, chances are you're the problem. You should take the time and really enjoy CM Punk while he's here. Because he's not gonna be here much longer. Fragile mind, fragile ego, fragile body. If you follow our social media, then you've seen that we have officially been back for just over two years. You know, in those two years, uh, we've had a couple topics that seem to pop up again and again. Uh, Bray Wyatt, Vince McMahon, CM Punk. I remember the last time we talked about CM Punk, uh, we said, and you even reminded me of this last night, uh, we weren't going to do another CM Punk podcast. Well, guess what? Uh, we have to do one. Because Phil got fired. Wait, this is a CM Punk podcast? I thought we were doing a, uh, uh, a, like, a career retrospective on Tyrus since he uh, retired last weekend. Oh, man. That's right. My heart this week. I don't know if I can go through with this. Uh just my love of wrestling and seeing Tyrus retire and CM Punk get fired. I There's going to be a tough one to get through. Um, if you thought I was emotional during the Briscoe tribute or during the Terry Funk tribute, you haven't heard anything yet. Uh, but yeah, CM Punk fired. Um, I guess Jack Perry is a hero in the locker room. <laughs> To some, you know, it's very, I feel like it's still very, uh, split. Uh, like, you know, like, in high school, you know, you got the clicks. Like, I'm sure FTR isn't too happy about this. The click? <laughs> Not that click. Well, call that. I'm, I'm excited for, what, 20, 30 years from now, when AEW puts out its CM Punk documentary. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, you've got... FTR talking about how you know I use the he was the best guy around. They have like Jack Perry and Matt Hardy being like I hate that click. Like I'm I'm excited. I'm ready. Um but uh it almost seems like this has been something that's been brewing I'd almost say since the initial quote unquote ban list came out for AW Collision. Um I, it, 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 for those who don't remember, you know Christopher Daniels, who I believe is head of talent relations for AEW, correct? Something like that. He works for them. So Christopher Daniels, uh, Matt Hardy, Ryan Nemeth, who's you know little Dolph Ziggler, his younger brother. Uh, they're banned from AEW Collision, and the rumor and innuendo was because they were friendly with. You know, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Adam Page, how, whoever. And, you know, this is Punk's doing, because Collision was his show. Um, I don't know if we touched about it on this or just me and you talking, but Punk having Collision is kind of like Bret Hart having Thunder. Um, Thunder was created as a second show for WCW. Uh, I'm pretty sure Bischoff saw the writing on the wall and was pretty damn smart and knew having Hart and Hogan in the same locker room week after week was going to cause turmoil. So Hart was signed, uh, more or less, to be like the big star for Thunder. Uh, when Punk was brought back, I don't want to say Collision was made for him, but it was smart to kind of do a soft brand split 
have Punk and Friends on one show, the Young Bucks and Friends on the other show. Uh, there's even reports that if, say, the Young Bucks need to appear on Collision or Punk appeared on Dynamite, that maybe other sides wouldn't be there. Um, again, all rumored innuendo. Uh, and then, I don't know how many weeks ago, uh, Jack Perry, good old living through that ECW name, fighting RVD, verbal sparring with Jerry Lynn, fighting Taz's son, uh, wanted to use real glass. Uh, and... Yeah, Punk told him no. Um, you know, told him it wasn't safe. I don't know which glass he recommended. I, I didn't see that. I'm assuming some sort of just fake or actor's glass. Uh, Jack Perry didn't like that. And it kind of made him a little angry. Fast forward to the huge show at Wembley. You know, great for AEW, great for morale. Uh, Jack Perry used real glass. And uh, I, I don't know, do you have the, the nice little Jack Perry quote there? Oh, uh, the CM Punk made? Uh, the one that Jack Perry did after his match. Oh. Um, I, I do not. Hold on. Let me see. I got it right in front of me. I just... It, I love it. Um, Perry decided to use it, the glass, as part of his match against Hook at Wembley Stadium, saying, Cry me a river, after pointing out he used real glass when dropping Hook onto the car windshield. This then led to the second CM Punk backstage altercation in less than a year at a big AEW show. Uh, there, there's been a lot of stories, a lot of different views. Uh, the main, the main things through all of them. Samoa Joe is kind of the hero, I'd say. Isn't he, he always, sure, isn't he always the I, hero? I think. I mean, he made sure Tony Khan didn't get hurt. It's kind of funny because him protecting Khan is kind of the role that NXT gave him on screen. Remember, he protected Regal? Yeah. So, I mean, life imitates art, am I right? Um, but he protected Khan because uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of talk, you know, punk choked Jack Perry, put him in a headlock, got in his face, sucker punched him not really clear exactly what happened but in this uh punk lunged at tony khan knocked some monitors down you know maybe tony khan had a boo-boo i don't know that's when samoa joe stepped in and uh you were saying earlier that you think that is the big difference in this altercation and the media scrum involving the elite is that tony khan was directly involved yeah so uh, after the, the statement, the statement came out from AEW today. Um, I can read that for you too, if, if you'd like. Um, yeah. But Dave Meltzer tweeted because um, it came a couple of days ago that uh, Tony Khan's media call going into uh, All Out this weekend uh, was that there's a, a pending like investigation, and then he hoped to update the fans before Sunday, uh, or for fans that were just going to see Punk or whatever. Which I don't, I don't know anything about that, but uh, so there's there was an investigation going around, and Eric Bischoff 
made fun of this quote unquote investigation. He's like, You were there, you know what happened. But which is kinda true, but anyway. Um uh, the results of the investigation of the incident last Sunday led to this. There's a non-wrestler eyewitness report in the current issue of The Observer, which is probably the best description as to what and the why. And I got a quote from uh, that edition of The Observer, and this is the version uh, that he's referring to. Another version, and this would be a neutral source who was not a wrestler, but was there and witnessed it, And his version was that right after Perry came to the back, Punk went nose-to-nose with him aggressively and asked him if he had a problem. That person said Perry said he was just looking looking to get heel heat. Punk shoved him hard. Perry got in his face, and in that version, Punk sucker-punched him and went (laughs) for a choke. People immediately broke it up, and Khan was yelling at Punk to let him go. That person said that once they were separated, Punk lunged in Khan's direction, but a number of people got in his way while people while Punk was yelling, I quit. Monitors were knocked down during all this. Joe was very upset and went to calm Punk down. So that's kind of like a neutral uh, story to it. I'm sure there's probably some key details missing there. Oh, yeah. I, I know um, Joe was upset, and then it was also reported probably the day of the event that Brody King uh, was v- visibly upset, um, and it, and it was one of the and it, that was talked about before the monitors falling and all that was discussed. So I remember reading that, and I'm like, well, what happened to where Brody King's? I can't imagine, you know, Brody King's friends with Jack Perry. I can't imagine he's like that lovey with Punk. Like, what happened? And now all this comes out. Well, I do. I do he, know Punk and. Um... Brody kind of are in the same scene. Uh, Brody's really oh, big into like that uh, music. I don't know what they would do, call it. I don't want to get it wrong. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and they were seen together walking through London like that weekend. Because I think there's a lot more to this, uh, uh, like from Punk's perspective. Like, I don't think he got that heated over the glass thing. I remember during that weekend. There was reports that nobody from yes. AEW picked up CM Punk from the airport. Yeah. So typically, you know, your your bigger stars, you know, they have all their travel arranged. They go city to city, whatever. The hotel's booked, and the hotel usually sends either like a shuttle or some sort of like car, limousine, or whatever uh, to go and pick him up. Punk gets there, nobody there. He walked from the airport to his hotel, took the yep. train. All this other shit. Thank God it wasn't in America, and they had actual public transportation. I remember he, uh, uh, the reporter, he even got lost. Like he couldn't find his way back. Yeah. So he had to have people direct him on where to go. So I'm sure that happened. And I'm sure there was probably some other instances that weekend with the entire roster there, including the elite. Uh, it kind of all boiled over into this one thing, and. Well, to be honest, like, you never, you, you, you haven't had a good feeling about this since he got back. It, no. He got his own show. He brought out the old world title. I remember I sent you that on Instagram. And I could kind of tell by your reaction. You, you, and you love, you love punk. You love, let's just, let's, let's put that out there before that. You love punk. You've loved punk. 
uh, for Christmas. I sent you a nice CM Punk uh, art piece of the mm-hmm. ice cream bar. Yeah. You went to when he came back, and I yeah. sent you that, that he brought the real world title out. And uh, I, I was going to paraphrase, but I think I'm going to find your actual reaction here. This is uh, real time. Yeah, let's see. Let's find it. Oh, let's get past all our fun little memes we send each other. Uh, it was from the Wrestling Classic, and it was Sam Punk reveals that he indeed does have his AEW championship he won back in September last year and spray-painted the Straight Edge X logo on it, declaring it the Collision's world title. I sent this and said, what? And you said, I don't even know what to think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, You you opened up with it about two years ago, now 2021. uh, We were planning on bringing the podcast back. Yeah. COVID was seemingly over. As much as it could be. As much as it could be. Things are opening up. You know, things were happening in wrestling that kind of got us both jazzed again. You know, they weren't wrestling in front of LED boards anymore. I was like, okay, cool. And then the the rumbling started happening that, oh, Punk's coming back. I think we kind of had it planned out that our first episode back was going to be about Punk coming back and my trip to Chicago to go and see it, which is... I think a great episode still. You know, yeah, how, how often is it that something that big happens, and we've talked about it, we're in Michigan, and you were able to take a few-hour car ride over and watch it happen? Like, it's not often that we're able to witness something like that. Normally, the big things happen, you know, California, Florida, Britain. But uh, you got to be there. Huge event. You didn't get your... Uh, you didn't get your t-shirt. I, that, that, that could, now, it kind of looks like foreshadowing now. <laughs> I, I got to experience the, the highs at the beginning of the night of uh, Punk coming back, the great reaction, losing my voice, whatever, and then going and standing in line for about an hour and a half and still not getting a fucking shirt. How does that happen? I guess it's kind of... And he kind of just parallels there. You know, you, you wait all this time because he's fucking injured. You know, you get to see the highs of him winning the championship. Then you got to wait nine months for him to come back. And then when you get to the front of the line, and he, oh, I can see it in my sight. I see him. We have a great run. It's gone. He's gone. Yeah, so... Go, uh, I, I, go. That episode, for some reason, is only available on Spotify. Uh, I might go. Th- I might go dig through the archives here on our little USB drive I have set up for all of our shows, and find it and go and publish it. Cause I, feel, I feel like it's very <laughs> drastic mood change from that episode yeah. to this one. Yeah, and, and like I said, like we've talked about, it, it's kind of ironic. That's how we began the comeback, um, and, and it's weird. Uh, you always see in TV shows, right? How at the end of the season. Everything comes back around, right? Um, Unfortunately, one of the last two podcasts we recorded before this was on the untimely passing of Bray Wyatt. As I said, Bray Wyatt was a key feature for us for about three, four different episodes. 
now this is happening with Punk, so I can only, in the back of my head, imagine what's Vince going to do next. Um, but, yeah, this is this is just crazy. I, I told you, uh, I was on our Facebook, and I got irritated, because you know how sometimes you're scrolling, and it'll refresh. I was reading something, refresh, and I'm like, God damn it. And then, from AEW, and I go, oh, what's this? I click it, and I read it. And then I started posting a uh, lot of lot of chef's kiss quality memes on our uh, our socials. Um, this is just this is huge. This is baffling. Of course, you know people are pointing out the Survivor Series will be in Chicago. Funny enough, uh, Bound for Glory, yeah, Impact's biggest pay per view is gonna be in Chicago. Uh, I will say this though, it took some major balls for Tony Khan to fire CM Punk today, uh, yeah. about three hours from the time the press release came out to when the doors open at the, wherever they're running tonight, I don't know, it's in Chicago, I don't know if it's United States. Plus, isn't, isn't StarCast this weekend too? StarCast is this weekend, um, and All yeah. Else this weekend, so they have two major AEW run shows going on this weekend. Uh, and kind of put the fire into them. And uh, I, I'll i bet you any money right now, because it's already reported that they're booked for tonight's show, I, the Elite is opening the show for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and the part that bothers me... That feels like a big mid-mill finger on the way out, too, from Tony Conda. Like, hey, I'm, I may be a fucking mark that owns this company and let, <laughs> let you guys walk all over me. I got some, some form of backbone. Invention to me if you push me far enough, and I feel like that's uh, that's where he's at. And, and, and the part that bothers me with this, like, I don't care if the elite opens it, I love it. It's such a good that's something that you'd see in the attitude era, you know, someone getting fired and the people that they've been at odds against opening it up. You've already got people on Twitter blaming the young bucks, or my favorite here, as reported by John Elba, or re- retweeted, or re-Xed, or reposted, whatever you want to call it. So the Bucks, the greedy Bucks win. I expect in the end this cost them FTR and several other stars as well. And John Elba was smart enough to repost it and say the Bucks had nothing to do with this incident. And I think that's the unfortunate part of all this, is no matter what happens, even though this was all Jack Perry, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Tony Khan, like that's kind of the bubble, mm-hmm. the Bucks are going to get blamed. And I'm not, and I'm not, a, I'm not a Buck lover, I'm not a Buck defender, yeah, they didn't have anything to do with this. They got, they were good little boys. They avoided Punk when they needed to. They did their own thing on Dynamite. Now they're the ones that are going to get blamed for it. Uh, the other big thing with this now, like I mentioned earlier, everyone, oh, he's going to come back to WWE. I mean, honestly, if you're Triple H and you see this, do you want this kind of drama in your locker room? Look at the list of people between the bannings and the arguments that Punk. So that would so I'm gonna include Tony Khan at the top of the list. Young Bucks, Omega, Page, uh, Matt Hardy, Christopher Daniels. I'm not. I mean, Little Dolph, Jack Perry, and then you know there's been a slew of people tweeting about him. Uh, you know they have friends, so they don't get along with him. It's just. Do you really want that in your locker room? If the money's there, they don't care. 
I just I, uh, this is just this has been a roller coaster for sure. I mean, he came he came back, and I mean, because around that uh, around the time he came back is when they they started securing a whole bunch of people, and it seemed like. And I don't think this is going to ruin anything for AEW. I think this is going to, at most, it's going to hurt the morale for a little bit because you're going to have the, like, handful of punk supporters that are like, oh, I'm mad. But, but hey, I will um, say, though, those Dynamites uh, after the after Punk and the Elite got suspended, yeah. they were pretty bomb. They were pretty good shows. Yeah. So AEW still has... <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's kind of like they reported from Wembley... After all that happened with Punk and Perry, people went out there and they wanted to put on matches of the year because they didn't want this to distract from everything, which is smart. And I think they learned from WWE at that because there was that black cloud after he left. Yeah. Like a solid year. And, you know, it, it was, you know, Kane, Danielson, eight, like whoever was directly, in, or not even directly involved, but like semi-involved in it, mm-hmm. there would always be... Know, those CM Punk rumors, those CM Punk talks. So if you go out there and you put on match of the year and you make people forget about it, that's the best thing you can do. I mean, if I'm AEW right now, sure, I'll take, like you said, if if you if I'm Tony Khan, I'm going to throw a couple middle fingers out there. Um, but I'm going to make people forget about it by showcasing the wrestling that I've got, the talent that I've got. I don't think they need Punk. I think they've got enough talent there. Um, the person I feel the worst for wasn't him and Starks kind of involved in a program right now. Yeah, that was supposed to be the match this Sunday. It was Punk and yeah, Starks and, for the and, real world title. And then once Punk messed up, I heard reports that Starks was going to challenge Ricky Steamboat to like a strap match. Yeah. And then from there, someone was going to come in and challenge Starks. Now, I don't know if they continue that or if they drop that. Like, if they just completely white punk out, I don't know. But I feel bad for Starks because he, he, in a way, he's like their, I guess you'd say their LA Knight. Like, he's just on that hot path up. He's got the confidence. He's got the look. He's got the ability. Curious to see what they do with him here. Um, I think, uh, I talked about middle fingers. If you want to give a middle finger, you know who I have him fight? Who? Colt Cabana. At All Out? At All Out. Have Colt Cabana come out and save Steamboat. Or better yet, have Starks challenge Steamboat backstage, knock a monitor on him, and then have (laughs) Joe challenge him. I don't know. That'd be good shit. This weekend's fun. I uh, we've we've talked about it on here before. You watch more of the AEW than I do, but this um, this proves uh, any publicity is good publicity because now I'm I'm going to be glued to my phone, seeing what happens on Collision, what happens tomorrow. Um, I just have a, a couple questions written down here for you. Oh no! You think Punk? You think CM Punk sues? Think a lawsuit happens? I think so. And I think that's what's gonna cause any delay for him going over to WWE. Yeah. Do you think uh, people like 
Do you think Tony Khan really does give middle fingers and give people like Matt Hardy, Colt Cabana, Jack Perry a little bit of a push now that Punk's out? Kind of as a, hey, I'm sorry that he did this? I don't think he does it. I think it's kind okay. of something like, um, I don't want to name anybody any names. I don't want to, I don't know who, who would do this. But somebody that doesn't like Punk will go <laughs> and be like, hey, Tony, you know, we got a... Uh, we got uh, Matt Hardy here, you know. Let's do let's do a match on Collision with him tonight, or something like that. And then Tony's okay. like, and then uh, you know, that's the next media scrum. Like, so I'm like, oh, you know, did you did you book Matt Hardy and Jack Perry and all these people and matches after <laughs> Punk got fired? Just like as retaliation. And he's like, oh no, that's just coincidence. You know, I had plans for that to happen anyway. That's what's gonna I'm happen. Curious. I'm curious now. I know he that said Matt he said Hardy. he said that about Cole Cabana fighting on AEW. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, literally as soon as CM Punk got, like, suspended or whatever, he yep. showed up. And then he had to answer all those questions, like, oh, did you do it because Punk wasn't there? He's like, no, no, it was just coincidence. You know, I was, I was just trying to find a former Ring of Honor champion to cha- yeah. challenge for the belt. And he was there. So, I was like, okay. So I know, th- I know it was reported that Matt Hardy wanted to do a best of seven with the Young Bucks. Like, Hardy's Young Bucks. Which, that's, you know, that's a generational feud. That'd be cool. I would laugh my ass off if that happened now. And all the matches were on collision. What would even be better is if they did like a glass table spot. But that's just me speculating. That's just <laughs> that's just me being the cynic and liking to stick it to people. Yeah, I've I've heard the, I've heard your stories of you firing people at your job. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you you really fire people personally. But you know, well, most uh, bosses when you when you try to get rid of somebody, you, you try to you know you try to do like your old like Michael Scott approach. Like, oh, how do I fire you? And we're still friends. No, not you. You try to make it as personal as possible. You bring your whole fa- you bring your whole family in. Like, oh yeah, is this your is this your son and daughter? Oh, nice to meet you. I gotta tell you, your daddy's fucked. He's out of here. Oh, oh man. And now uh, I hope none of your former employees are hearing that because they'll probably be like, oh yep, that's true. That's Logan. What that's a real Logan. What a real prick. <laughs> but uh. Uh, one, one of the last ones here. Okay. If CM Punk doesn't go to WWE, is this the last we see of CM Punk in the professional wrestling landscape? In what capacity? Like, at all? Yeah. It's hard to say yes to that. Like, I, did that, I think he wrestles again if he doesn't go to WWE? Probably not. Like, he's not wrestling for Impact or NWA. No, the, the only other option the would only... be, like, Japan. That's what I was thinking. But then again... Um, there's a lot of people in Japan that don't like him. True. Uh, one that comes to mind is Kenta, who has wanted that match with Punk for forever, but Punk wouldn't do it. So, uh, and then uh, finally, I just want to hear your thoughts. Again, I touched on it. You were, uh, yeah, I, I guess you still would be a big CM Punk fan. I don't know. I know at the last con we went to, um, your, your wonderful fiance had me go and get the CM Punk figure for you so that you could have it. Like I said, I got you a CM Punk art print at Christmas time. You went and saw him re-debut as a CM Punk fan. How does all of this make you feel? Oh, wow. You know, that's crazy. I, yeah, I, do, I have... <laughs> I have the CM Punk figure still in the box that you bought me. Still in the box. Still in the box right over there. 
you know, us us figure collectors, you know, we got to keep everything in the box. Can't play with it because we're not children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have the the CM Punk poster I bought at Starcast when we went, framed That's up right, right there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. like the one you sent me. I have some of the CM Punk AW trading cards. Yep, and I have some of his old WWE ones out of the box that are uh, over over yonder. You know, his WrestleMania 29 one. And he was funny. Like, if you ask my dad, like, he's not a big wrestling guy, right? But, like, even he knows. He's like, yeah, you know, my, my son's favorite wrestler is that, that, that CM, that punk guy. That little punk. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do I feel? I don't know. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a crazy, it's a, it's a, it's been a crazy day because I, I have to work tonight. We typically don't record on Saturdays. No, no, no. Um, so I have to be to work in like three hours. Um, where it has collisions going off the air. And, uh, I was trying to get a nap in today. I don't. I don't normally sleep well now on Saturdays. That I have like the whole yep. week open for uh, uh, other things. And right. My sister, sister-in-law, almost. Um, she's pregnant, right? She's literally in the hospital right now, right? And as CM Punk was getting fired, she had her her child, and mm-hmm. so I, my phone is blowing up. Like I'm like I'm hardly asleep. I just hear like the. Bzz, bzz, yeah, oh, of going course. off. I'm like, okay, well, she probably had the baby then. No, I, roll, <laughs> I roll over, and first notification I see, Logan. Hey, can you get on right now? CM Punk <laughs> just got fired. I was like, what? And then the notification <laughs> after that, that I was looking at my phone, was like from the sister, nine pictures of her newborn baby. Uh, I was like, okay. And, and then I'm sure after that was uh, all my tweets and then my Snapchat where I said, I believe I said yo about five, six times. You're like, yo, 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 yo. Like, Max Cast. <laughs> when you get on. Yeah. And then I woke up. I, I don't know if I told you. I don't know if I told you the story of what happened the first time. My kitten has like this. I just got a new cat. And he has this yep. thing of like... <laughs> Uh, jumping into the sink when it turns on. And this happened to me before, but I was, like, kind of in a rush, so I've been closing the door ever since it happened the first time. Uh, I was going pee, trying to respond to you and look at all the stuff, and he jumps into my bowl, my toilet bowl, filled with piss, and, like, splashes it all around. Like, do you know, like, when, like, people go down, like, a water slide, like, those big circle ones, and they kind of, like, spin around? He kind of did something like that. He jumped in and did like a like a three sixty into the piss and like made it like whirlpool around and like jumped out and then ran all through the my apartment like took my piss everywhere. So I'm like now Logan's calling me on Discord as I'm trying to clean up all this piss off the floor. And my favorite wrestler just got fired and my sister just had a baby. It's like I'm realizing you just can't have your favorites come back. Remember when The Rock came back and he said he was home and he's going to be there forever and he did like three or four matches and then left? I just can't have nothing nice in life, Logan. It's not even wrestling. It's life. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling just mimics my life. 
you know, I, my life was pretty good that summer he came back. I was having a great time, you know. Uh, my podcast was coming back. I got let go from a job I hated. Uh, I, yep. I, I started up a, a different job, and I got told, you know, I could do something I've always wanted to do. And I was able to go do that, and I'm still doing that now. And we're like, oh. And then, all oh, then, fucking, hey, dude, every time. I, this is like mimics life, dude. I can't, you can't have kids. It's a lesson for you. <laughs> Don't ever expect anything nice to happen in your goddamn fucking life, because it won't happen every time. You know, you know the worst part about this is uh, our freshman year of college. The Rock came back again briefly, and that's when you broke that nice chair of mine because you got excited. Uh, I don't think Which, CM Punk should have come back to AEW. When, when was that? Oh, uh, when The Rock came back and. Rusev, when he was in the ring, you got excited, and you said, it's The Rock, and then I had one of those cheap, it wasn't anything nice, it was like one of those cheap $10 saucer chairs. Oh, yeah. And it, it flattened. Was, it was alright. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen with Punk. Um, I think Punk's time in AEW's done, uh, and the, that's the thing, I don't, I, I, I agree with you, there's gonna be a lawsuit. I don't think there's gonna be a CM Punk DVD. Uh, if you're a collector, I'd go buy the CM Punk merch now. Uh, we'll see if he has his special figures come out. I know in the next AEW figure set, they're supposed to do the old Ring of Honor Summer of Punk figure. I hope I hope they don't take down the Blood and Guts one. I've been like, I want to buy that one. <laughs> like, that's the only other one I want. Uh, if you want any CM Punk things, I would just keep an eye out on Pro Wrestling Tees. As long as... Uh, well, Cabana allows him to be on there, because, I mean, if Punk can keep Cabana off TV, Cabana could probably keep him off of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> oh, this is fun. That's not fun. I'm not having a good time. Oh, man. I'm not having a good time. This has not been a uh, great week in wrestling. No, this is... Uh... It's been an odd week in wrestling, uh, to say the least. And um, like I said, we're, we're going to have to see what happens from here. Who does Ricky Starks fight? Do they continue the feud but kind of have someone take over for Punk? Um, I just realized something. I want to look it up. Because like I said, I don't pay too much attention. Who won the Owen Hart Invitational? Uh, Ricky Starks. Oh, good. He, that's, how, sure. that's how it all started. He cheated making sure it punk. wasn't punk. He got cheated out of it. Good, just making sure it wasn't punk, because that'd be a little... Be... Yeah, so uh, what happens with Ricky Starks? What happens with the FTR? We joked before the podcast that instead of punk going on the Colt Cabana podcast, he's going to go on the FTR one. Uh, they'll come back just for that. Um, yeah, how does Collision open up tonight? How does, you know, your Darby Allens and your Miros and everyone pull up their bootstraps and go for it without punk i'm sure it won't be too hard to be perfectly honest um where does punk go from here when will we hear his side of the story i'm excited for a cm punk book i'm excited for some little turd like Dolph ziggler's brother to like just let loose and talk about everything that happened there's a lot of crazy happening i mean like you said it's been I'm sorry I just tweeted it. You had to go see it. <laughs> it's um. You know what? Remember that episode? I don't know if you ever watch. If you watch it, I think it's Law and Order. I think, and that kid <laughs> where the guy shoots the kid. Yes. <laughs> they just wanted to full match: Cash Wheeler versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and it's that scene where he pulls the gun out <laughs> and just shoots the kid. 
And somebody else posted, if Eric Bischoff was running AEW, he would have fired Danhausen to teach Punk a lesson. Oh, poor Danhausen. He's going to be sad. I know. he. It's because he wasn't there. Was. He'd have kept Punk in line. Yeah, he he cursed him. But, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone... I mean... It's just... This sends ripples through AEW. Um... Kind of int- was it earlier this year? I'm trying to think, I I could be getting my years confused. No, 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 no. So within two years, uh, Cody and Punk are both out of AEW. Uh, Cody lasted a little longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my the other person I'm excited to hear from is Jericho, because uh, Jericho is kind of the Hulk Hogan of this generation. Sorry, I said it. He stretches tails. He tells bullshit. So I want to know his opinion. And uh, I guess my final note on this, I can let you end it. I said it before. CM Punk is a combination of the worst traits of Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Bret Hart. And this proved it. Is a whiny little bitch. He gets in fights with people backstage over his spot. And he tries to protect his friends. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't put that in a soundbite. I think I think we're gonna end on um, the John Moxley's quote uh, from his build-up to their match last year at All Out. You should take the time and really enjoy CM Punk while he's there, because he's not gonna be here much longer. Fragile ego, fragile mind, fragile body. Little bitch. <laughs> 